All right. Hello, everybody. We are here today. Sound Gospel Radio, we're back one more Thursday for our great conversation that we have every Thursday at 8 p.m. And it's called Let's Talk About It. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And we are here live, not just on our radio station. And we have some great listeners. We have some great people that listen to us every day. Or every day, I'm going to say Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday, every day here at Sound Gospel Radio. And this is one of our talk shows that we do on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the United States of America called Let's Talk About It. And we have some conversations that we are going to share today. And today's subject is church dues and don't. Oh my, which way are we going to go with that? What are they going to talk about? How are they going to do that? Church do's and don'ts. That's our conversation for today. But before I go any further, I'm just happy to have our continual uh, group of great people that love to be a part of this Sound Gospel Radio family. They love to come here live and talk about this conversations with us. But before I even go that further, that far, before I get that far, I would like to say thank the Lord for this lady right here. Boom. Thank the Lord for this lady right here. Boom. The vice president, the co-founder of Sound Gospel Radio, my wife. Uh, I was, I was going to say evangelist. She's not an evangelist, y'all. I'm just my wife, Julissa Hoskins. Boom. Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you That's doing? Good. That's good. You know, you know, I'm making it. It's been a, a, a just an interesting week of... Uh, graphic designing and and, uh, and working in ministry, but to God be the glory for the things that He has done. Uh, you you felt that, Quentin? Did you feel it? Because He gets the glory. All right, and uh, listen, we say hi to our family that's coming in on uh, our social media. Hey, family, how are you? Uh, we see our executive board members here. Our advisory board members are here. I see y'all. I see y'all. Good to see y'all coming in today. Praise the Lord. So also we have this familiar face. I think she's been with us. Yes, she's been with us since the first conversation. Ashley, you're like, you, you, you are the face of Thursday night. Okay. I just want you to know that, Ashley. You're the face of Thursday night. You are because you've been here since day one and we appreciate you today. The one and only Miss Ashley. How are you today? I, I'm doing good. Well, all is well. All is well. Because it is well. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. All the way from, is she frozen? Is she moving? All right. That sun freezer. All right. Come on back. Sis, you're frozen. So we, we hope we can bring you back. Uh, well, uh, we have all the way from Atlanta, Georgia was Brittany James, but we'll try to bring her back in and she'll let us know when she's ready. But all the way from Texas, y'all listen, he's been with us for the last couple of weeks. He has shared some great, some great and valuable input. And we thank God for having him here today. Quentin, sir, how are you today? Um, well, how about yourself? Listen, man, it's only by the grace grace of God. God. All right. right. (laughs) There is an echo echo where it's coming from. from. We praise the Lord for what you're doing. And um, so, and all the way from from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, we have here my man, my man, known him for over, how many years? Almost 20 something years now. But the one and only Don Shea Davis, sir. How are you, Elder? Don Shea Davis, how are you today, sir? I'm okay. Excuse, Everybody excuse just seems like board. they don't feel like being here today. No, I mean, y'all don't want to be here. We can close the shop. I mean, you know, we can just, you know, they they don't want, they ain't want to be here today. So, you know, hey, hey, Jaleesa, how you doing? You know, sometimes we got to do what we got to do. Let's talk about it. I don't, y'all, y'all act like y'all want to talk. 
Nah, look, you just saw Quentin's face. Quentin's like, what? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> look, we move y'all out the way in a heartbeat. Nah, yo, I, I know, right? It was quick, right? Now, nah, Thursdays is a push. Thursdays is a push. And so uh, definitely happy to have you here today. And I do have a special guest that's here with us today, too. Uh, is she is she able to say hello? Are you able to say hello, our special guest in the audience? I don't see her moving. Uh, Mom? Oh, yes. Yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Let me bring her up real quick. She's chilling in the audience, but she's going to have some input soon. My mother is here tonight, the one and only evangelist, Charlene Hoskins. My mother is here. Mama, how you doing, Mommy? I'm good. How are you? Out the way. Out the way. Hi, Mommy. I love you. I love my mommy. Yes, I love my mother. Y'all know those that know that I really care about my mom. I'm so happy to have her here. She's going to rock out a little bit in the audience, um, in the backstage, I'll say. But she's there. Yep, Mother Hoskins is here, y'all. But she's going to have some input today. So we, so when the time is right, she's going to come back on here. But um, let's get this conversation started. And um, we just want to talk about the church do's and don'ts. There was a conversation I had with an individual that's on stage, and I would not say their name. And the conversation got really interesting. And I said, you know what? With that conversation, you know, we, we should talk about that. I said, we should have a conversation about that on Sound Gospel Radio. I believe it was very important. I believe that people need to hear about it and, um, you know, just see how things flow. So the conversation came up about the do's and don'ts in ministry. Do's and don'ts in church. It's, and for me, I'll say this. I find it amazing that there's certain things that the church can do, excuse me, that the secular world can do that the church can't do. And people have an issue with that. And I'm just like, why? You know, what's the difference between what this entity does compared to this entity? I mean, I can, let's start off with fundraisers. There's some people that say, well, the church should be raising no money. Y'all shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. But but why? Like, I, 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 How are bills going to be paid if there's no money coming in? Well, well, right. I'm just saying. And I know, and then listen, and I'm going to say this, you all. We're not coming against anybody that has that belief. This is just a conversation. So if that's what you believe. We respect your belief. But this is just our opinion and our conversation. And, everybody, and everybody's not going to agree on some of the stuff we're going to talk about. Today, but I know some people are against fundraisers. They're against the, you know the church should be raising no money. The church and some people believe that the church and everything should be free. That the food, that the uh, the items, and that some of the events and every everything that the church offers is supposed to be free. How do y'all feel about that? They believe that everything is supposed to be free, or at least the majority of things should be free. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, I disagree. I. I can understand why at one point there was that mindset, mm-hmm. but I, I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand why the church is having something. So then that means, oh, nobody should have to pay for anything. Y'all should just be able to take up everybody else's, the people who had to work to set up whatever it is, even if that's a regular service, there's work that goes into having a regular church service. Those are still people's time. It's still their talent. It's still money. It's still a lot of things that go into even just a regular service on top of events and all that type of stuff. So why, if you don't have a problem paying some secular artists or something out in the world, you don't mind paying them for their time and their talent? Well, why is it when it comes to the church? Oh, it should just be free because we're doing it as unto the Lord. Yeah, we are. 
that that's who we're doing it for, but it's still our time. We don't go to work. We're going to work as unto the Lord as well. Everything we do should be as unto him, but you ain't going to work for free. Stay Why right does here. church stuff have to be free? Just one point. Just hold on one second. I just want to give a quick shout out to Corey Warren from uh, North Carolina by way of, uh, of Georgia. Good to see you in the place. Yes, sir. And my cousin. No, he did not pull me out. Y'all. Y'all see this? What up, Julian? I can hear him saying that, too. That's my middle name. My middle name is Julian. Oh, my goodness. He pulled me out. I'm like, no, he didn't do that. And look at here. My man, John W. Howard Jr. He said, that's right, Julius. He said, pay up. <laughs> Let them know, John. Listen, thank you for coming in real quick tonight, man. We appreciate you. We know you've been busy, and I can't wait to catch up with you. But he said, that's right, pay up. But, uh, babe, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to acknowledge those that were in the audience. Go ahead. I finished my statement. If I say anything again, it would just be repeating. Why do y'all feel Everything at church is not free. Everything in church is not free. Well, 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 you know, my man, Bubby Fan, you in the house, too? Yes, sir. Yes, John said, that's right, pay up. That's right, Bubby. <laughs> But everything in the church is not free. And so that's the conversation because I want to get to this main thing that has been, you know, surfacing the Internet and it's been surfacing uh, uh, social media about this one particular woman of the gospel that charts something. We're going to get there, but we want to build up to that moment of this, because why is it that do we have this concept that things should be free in ministry? Like, you know, that people because I even have a, a statement for somebody. And as we get this conversation going, uh, someone they sent me a message a while back, they said, I used to have that mindset that stuff should be free because it's the church. But once I started to do trips and et cetera, and I realized you needed money for all that stuff, they was like, now they was like, you know what? Uh, let me let me start changing my mindset. I, I think the church, we should raise some money. And see, I think it's different too when you're in leadership and you realize, because many times, I don't know about y'all, I have come out of pocket a lot. For to fund stuff for the ministry, especially if the funding wasn't there within the ministry, you know, have come out of it. And so it, it's it's nice to go to ministries or hear of ministries that already have the money there because either the people didn't mind giving or they had the fundraisers to fund it. Listen, my my home church. We had a revival one time and my mother is my um my witness on this. We had a revival. We wanted the preacher to come, a certain preacher. We had we gave a hotel. When we presented it, it wowed the pastors. Cause they said, Well, who's gonna pay for the hotel and who's gonna pay for the offering? And we had a dinner sale that paid for his hotel, paid for his offering, everything was taken care of. And so we was able to have this man of God come for two days, blessed our house, took us to up to the next level, and every and every dollar that was raised for those two services went back to the church and we and they didn't have to worry about anything because everything was covered but we had the the means of having that dinner that dinner sale we sold those oxtails and fried chicken and and fried fish amen praise the lord and it brought the money to the ministry so the church didn't have to worry about paying for the hotel fees and all the other things that we had to take care of concerning or banking on the offering being enough to cover all that stuff that right, stuff should exactly. have been covered before the service got here Exactly, exactly. And shout out to our people in the audience. We see Devin J. Morris here. Yes, sir. Brother Devin, thank you for being a part. And so, yes, this this is a great topic, but we get we want to get deeper. We're gonna to try to get deeper in this. But yeah. April Cheney, my 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 listen, my that's my friend there, Pastor April Cheney. She asked a question, but who determines the price? 
That's that's a good question, y'all. Who determines the price? So we, we we're, we're getting there. And listen, my our audience is talking faster than our stage. I'm gonna let the audience. I was, talk. Get, I was going to try to jump in too. I'm like, I mean, it was really yeah. good. Like let's the, audience, the audience is tearing y'all up right now. I just want y'all to know that because he said, "I don't believe everything should be free. I believe a service uh, should be free." Okay, including conferences. See, we're gonna get there, Devin. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Yeah get there because that's, that's that's a good opinion and we're gonna get there come on audience let me i mean uh stage i'm gonna let y'all talk go ahead the, the only thing i want to say real quick before i lose my train of thought is i i agree at some point churches should be able to you know get if they're always giving they should always be able to you know get in return too so if we're always putting out like jaleesa said you know we're constantly doing things and stuff like that everything comes at a price mm -hmm. you know nothing is ever free so we have to keep that in mind and with us just us in our community, how we think we always looking for handouts, everything's supposed to be free. And it's not like you said, if we can go out and pay for a concert and stuff like that, we should be able to support the same thing in church. But my question to you guys is if we're if church is supposed to be separate from the secular world. Right. And we're always comparing church to the secular world. Then at what point where how do we become different how do you separate the two if we're always comparing what the secular world does and we always got to keep up with the secular world so how do we keep the two separate if we're always saying if you go pay for a concert for this person or if you go do this for this person you can go get this from that person my thing is that's true and i get all that at the end of the day but what <clears throat> separates the two at the end of the day if we're always comparing the secular world to church shouldn't it be a, it's it's always supposed to be a difference between the two, right? Well, see, now you don't went there early already because, see, my, 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 my special guest was ready for that question because Ashley's the one I had the conversation with. But since you went there, I'm going to bring my special guest up and I'm going to let her talk already. <laughs> I'm going to put y'all right there. Broad, fight. Let me stop. Let's <laughs> fight. That's not even a fight because what she's saying is the separation between the secular world and the church. Hold on, Mom. For those that don't know, those that are just now coming to the room, this is my mother that is talking, the one and only administrator. My mom has years of administrative skills. My mother has a degree in business administration. She's been a church administrator for many years. So this lady know her stuff, y'all. She know her stuff. So my mom was going to, uh, oh, Ashley had to step out. Oh, she'll be back. Oh, uh, But Mom, go ahead. Ashley can still hear you. Go ahead. No, what, what I was saying, I mean, what Ashley just said was separation between the church and the world, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that should, that should be a separation. But now I thought we were talking about separation between church and state, because that particular separation has nothing to do with how the church operates and opposed to the world. So which, which area are you dealing with here? Because there should be a difference. There should always be a difference between the church and the world. It has to be a difference. We have to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So I'm in total agreement with that. So since separate, being a separate, separate from the secular world, we're not supposed to look like them. We're not supposed to act like them. We're not supposed to be them. We're different. Yeah. But when we're talking about church and state, the legalities of it, because that's what I thought we was talking about. Yes. Separate, separation of church and state. That's a legal entity. Well, mom, well, mom school is on the separation of church and state. For those that may not know the proper definition, what is it? Let us know what it it's is. It's the First Amendment. It's a part of the Constitution of the United States. It's the First Amendment. And it what it, it was put in place to keep the government out of the church's business, mm -hmm. to keep the government from trying to control the church and direct the church, because the government has no place in that. So that's what we're talking about. I mean, I thought that's what you were talking about. Yes. Church and state definitely, you know, 
The government has no role in the business of the church. And that's what the First Amendment was put in place for, to keep the government out. So so basically, a lot of people are using that separation from church and, uh, and state kind of, they're using it ill-mannerly then. Yeah. Using, yeah. It, mm-hmm. using it out of context. Then. Out of context, totally. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right, Mom. Great. I mean, because I, I heard what Ashley was saying, but I, I mean, yes, the church is definitely supposed to be different and separate from the world. But I think a lot of times people confuse, they get stuck in churches just always being this high, holy, spiritual thing, and it's still a business. There's still the business part of ministry and church, and those things need to be done decently and in order. And right. a lot of times churches don't want to do that. They just want to have stuff all Jimmy rigged and half behind mm-hmm. done and then get mad when stuff fall apart or, or not working the correct <laughs> right. way. So that type of stuff, the legalities and the business part of church, you take some of the practices that the world uses. It's not even just the world as in the secular unsaved. It's just how the world does things. The same way we follow right. the laws of the land. There's certain things that are just done the legal and proper way, but the church is still separate as far as the spiritual part exactly. in the spiritual aspect, but the business and legal part is legal and business. That's and right. it's going to look the same everywhere. And and Jalisa, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And the scripture even says, and, 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 you know, in business be men. I mean, if they, if there's, if the scripture is referring to that, I mean, there is a part of the of ministry where it's a business. It is a business. We're about God's business and we should be performing this business in a spirit of excellence. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be doing anything flippantly. Everything we do for Christ should be in a spirit of excellence. And we have to get there as a church and being separated. Yes, we are separated. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. So we That's have right. to function in this world. <clears throat> we know this. Yes. I tell you, listen. Conversations are flowing, and they, you got some people agreeing with with Jaleesa and my mom as well. They said that's right. It's still a form of business. It's the truth. It's the truth. Listen, y'all. If y'all enjoying this conversation to help the algorithms, it really is true. It's nice to see all the comments, but just if you can, just like the con, just like this post today if you haven't already. Uh, if you want to share it with some friends, you can share it as well. Call some people up, but uh, there's some great comments, but also I like to see some great likes. For me, when I look when I look at a post, sometimes I don't look at how many people comment. I'm like, man, if 13 people liked it, this must have been a good conversation. So if you haven't already, like it or heart it, whether you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or even Twitter, just send a like of the conversation. And But we're glad that y'all are making comments. Y'all were ready. And we not, we, didn't, we haven't even reached a half an hour stage yet. I haven't even reached the main pe- person we want to talk about. But I don't want to uh, not the people that's on stage, Mom. I appreciate you so much, Mom. I really do. And thank you. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll we'll let you go back to sweet rest, but and we'll pull you back up when need be. So you stay, you stay, Mom. Stay in the backstage. All right. Go ahead, Quentin. There's 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 a, there's a, there's something in your belly. You want to let it out? Go ahead, Quentin. Go ahead and speak. Go ahead. Um. So one thing I would say is, people always want things to be free. But they have to realize that, yes, the church is a business as well. And the church do have a business side because at the end of the day, there still is a light bill. There still is um, gas bills for the churches that have gas. You still have to pay the people that come to clean up the church. You still have to pay musicians and things of that sort. So if things were to be free, um, something's not going to get paid. Um 
that's what a lot of the ties and offerings is. That's where we raise the money, do fundraisers and things of that sort so that we can take off some of the burden of the church. Yeah, it's the truth. I mean, it's the truth. And so <laughs> um, I think even when it come down to like so someone had sent me some 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 notes that they wanted to share. And I thank God for some of our executive board and advisory board, because I sent the messages out to some of them and they already gave me some of their opinion because they knew they couldn't come to be live today. But they also had questions about a few things when it come down to traveling and having production teams and venues and material. It takes money to do those things. And that's why. So I'm going to go back to uh, Brother Devin's comment real quick, because we're going to get to a, another kicker. But what was the part? He mentioned something about conferences. And I just wanted to share that. There we go. He said, I don't believe that everything should be free. He said, but I believe that a service should be free. And he said, including conferences. And the reason why I say that's a good piece there, because the service part you had me at, and then I guess the conference part we can discuss because for a conference, when I register and I've done conferences, I've had youth conferences and I've had services and stuff for our young people and different stuff at my uh, home church. But those conferences, from what I see, the registration alone and the materials and things you buy from the conference helps pay for the venue of the conference center and also the other materials, the booklets, the badges and all that. that that's covered with your registration fee. And so although the registration is helping you get to the workshops and stuff, I believe also that registration fee also covers the other pieces within that uh, event. So we have, like the person was saying, the venue, um, the, the production team, the material, all those things take money. So for a conference, I think so. Depending on the type of conference, I think so. I mean, that, again, that's just my opinion. Uh, I really think that people should uh, charge for certain conferences and events. Uh, what do you all think about that? Um, if I can chime in, um, and let me go back to something you all were talking about earlier. Um, I think it's a generational, um, old school mentality of where when back in the day, um, even before our time, that the pastor paid for everything. We don't know that. But if you right. think about it, a lot of the ministry costs and expenses fell on leadership, whether it was the mm -hmm. ministerial staff or the uh, senior pastor, executive pastors, whoever were a part. So we would see all these things take place, not knowing that leadership, even in some instances today, leadership took the burden of that cost. And just the the mindset of, well, this is free, so it, sh it should always continue to be free. Um, that's where I, I think part of that came from. But on the lines of conferences um, and me being a part of um, some conferences um, throughout the years and actually being a part and working of a, of a well-known particular conference that many of you all know, um, you got to think about, like you said, Nathan, the venue and the other costs, but there's so many expenses that go into it. Like think about the guest preacher. Like, just think about one preacher and it's not knocking the, the ministry, those that are in ministry that, you know, they're full-time ministry, but they're in full-time ministry. That's what they do. So they have to eat somehow, some way. And so that that's a cost. Um, paying the musicians every night of the conference, because a lot of those musicians are well-known musicians who play for big other well-known preachers and other well-known conferences. 
you can't just negate the fact. Now, I understand and I've seen this where a lot of times there are conferences and the service, the nightly services are free. So I could see that. Yeah, understand that. Yeah, that's true. You're talking about your your workshops and you talking about bringing vendors in. You're talking because I will say this. I I will throw out two conferences that I know because I know the founders. Praise Power Celebration and Young Leaders Conference. They have to pay not only um, the venue space, but they have to pay city taxes Mm. and state taxes. Then when you get to a certain level, when you reach over 3,000 people, then you have to pay for ambulances and medical and all type you have all types of insurances and different things that go into it and a lot of times and i don't knock us people of god because we don't know we don't see we're on the outside looking in but we don't know what the burden is on and the mandate on someone to have something for example nathan and uh jaleesa have the radio station we don't know all of the ins and outs that it costs of course they're not charging us Everything is ran by donations and, 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 and partnerships, but of course they're going to have merchandise. But but uh, there you go. Of course you're going to have merchandise, right? You're going to say you're going to always advertise to give, but you're going to have other things to help bring in that cost. Well, as big as it goes, who knows what you would have to do to you know? And I'm not saying that for the radio station. Well, but we have- just, in general, you know, we have Devin Moore. He he asked a question. This is a, and I, I love Brother Devin because, like I say, he he's straight up, and he said, "Well, the church." He said, "The church should raise that money. No word of God should be associated with a fee." And I think the question comes up is, so what do you do? Like Brittany was saying earlier, what do you do when that that preacher that is their livelihood that they're that to preach the gospel is what they do? And again, I say this. I'm just saying this for conversation's sake. What do you do when that's what they do for a living? That is their thing is to preach the gospel and to minister. And then you know, and people call on them from state to state, from country to country, to minister the gospel. So, you know, and like I said, because I, like he said, the church should raise the money. No word of God should be associated with, with a fee. And that's just a question I'm asking, because then he said after that, he said, you raise an offering at the conference, but how should you charge for a conference and then raise an offering too? And, you know, Devin, I can, I can, I can, I can get that. I'm with you. And then I'll say this. My issue was, and Julissa, <laughs> this was Julissa's not issue. It wasn't more so us paying for the conference and giving offering at the conference because I believe in whatever service I'm attending that we should give and, you know, he'll give it back. My issue was the seed offering. That was my thing. So I already paid for the conference, already gave during offering time, and then the preacher wanted to do a $50, $100 seed, and that kind of wrestled with me for a while. But you don't have to give in the season. I know you don't have to, but sometimes yeah. sometimes it was the pressure because of where we were sitting. And, and, and my wife and mm-hmm. I, we go to our conference and it's a big conference and we have special seating because we're one of, you know, we're under the Harvest Fellowship. And so sometimes it's that pressure of you, like you're in the elite area. So it's like everybody looking at you like you ain't giving. You don't have to, but sometimes it could be that pressure of it. And it's like, why are you, it's, you know, th- that's just what I'm saying. Sometimes it's the you're worried about the look. And I say this. I, I know pastors and bishops personally that do not go to certain services because once they go, they see that they're a bishop or they're an overseer and they they forcing them to give. And it's like, 
I want to give whatever I want to give. I don't want to give the hundred dollars or the two hundred dollars. But that's why sometimes they avoid certain events because it's that pressure that's put on them in leadership. That was, that was one thing I was going to say. Like, I've been to services where people were like, oh, my good friend is here, or the elder. Like, how about you help this? I'm like, I don't talk to you on a daily basis. How are we friends, first of all? Right. And you, you, you want me to give you $50? Like, I'm trying to get $50. I'm trying to keep $50. So I'm going to McDonald's at the service because I'm bored. <laughs> like, I'm just, and I, I like, I even know, if, I know, I know, if, I have a really good friend of mine. Uh, I know he charges an honorarium where he goes out anywhere. Even though he has a job, he just he his thing was, uh, he's been in services where the offering was low. He said, "I traveled this far, y'all just will give me a low offering." So he said, "I have to charge for me to show up because I'm not coming for just for no hundred, no just for no thirty five dollars." Like I'm not funny about the honorarium. The honorarium, <laughs> funny thing for me, um, I'm really finicky about that honorarium Ooh. thing. Um, I'll say this. I try to look at two sides. I'm funny about and somebody said, well, you ain't been preaching. I preach a lot of places and I've been a lot of places in my last 20 something years. Been preaching since I was 14. I have been a lot of places, preach in and out of town, experience a lot of things more than y'all know. And but I'm still funny about the honorarium. But I'll say this. The reason why some do an honorarium because they had bad experiences where whether the hotel was a mess the, the transportation was horrible or like uh, uh, Don said that the offering, see the offering thing is just a, I get funny about that because the word of God is the word of God. And when I'm sharing the word of God, I'm excited. I'm excited to preach and to share the word of God. And then to know that there may be an offering after that I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, praise God. So I know preachers and I'm the same way where it's like, I'll come. Now, if you want me and I've had it done, my wife and I, we've experienced it. We had the pastor wanted us to come. They took care of our hotel. They made sure we were well taken care of. If I got, if I didn't get an offer and I was fine, but you want me to come to this far distance, they took care of the, of that. And I was okay with that. I was happy. They took care of the hotel room. My wife and I, we were good. Then they took us out to eat and they paid for it. Well, praise the Lord. And I preached that next day. And then they gave me an offer. I'm like, wow, if they didn't give the offering for me, that's for me. I would have been okay with it because I did my assignment as a minister of the gospel, as an evangelist, as a teacher and preacher. I did my assignment, but if if um, take care of the of of us getting there, please do that because then it, that can be time consuming and cost effective. If you want to preach in Georgia and preach in Delaware, preach in North Carolina, preach in Virginia, and I'm coming out of pocket, then that's that can get a little crazy. But if the church takes care of that, I'm fine. And 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 that's that's just me. But some people. They've been scarred. Some people have had some issues with uh, different ministries. And you have some other people, they just think they big time. So they just want, <laughs> they just want this honorarium just to make them look. But some of them are though. Some of them of big status. A lot of times they weren't being invited places, not because they couldn't preach, but it was their name and popularity of why people were inviting them. So yeah. it's a marketing thing. It's like, you still, you're, using me but not using me it's like yes you still want me to preach the word but you're inviting me because of my status currently yeah. which is I mean, going to bring I, I more mean, money to your service it's going to be all of those type of things so i i can understand it depending on what status you're at so, well so, so you're the just a local is, wonder it's kind of i can understand it yeah, i Jesus get it started preaching yesterday <laughs> john we're gonna get to you we're gonna get to you john but my thing is on charge fifty thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars or thirty thousand dollars to come preach, then I need to see heaven on that on earth. Okay, that's what I'm saying. That's that's for me. 
That's what, that's what I'm saying, because how many times have we had these preachers come to these conferences? My wife and I have seen it where there's certain preachers that we know that our uh, our bishop and them have paid great money for. And these people didn't. And what I'm saying didn't do anything because some people, people, people want to say, well, you just didn't receive the word of God. No, they didn't come with anything. OK, they came tired. They came. Singers, that's not even do preachers real quick. Because Devin, I saw your comment. I'm gonna get to you in a minute, but mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get back to Don too. So Don, hold your thought. But singers, there's some singers where we're like, "Yo, oh man, I'm excited," and then they get up and sing like songs that I could have did it. I could have got you Jesus. Know? Felt no Jesus. I could have did that. Like we 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 paid for this concert. We paid for this service or this event for you to be like, man, I had an experience. But then it's like you just lazy that night. So like like you say, we pay for the name and not even for the brand or for or for what you offer. Don, go ahead, go ahead, Don. Uh, so my question, you know, is so is it ministry to them or or is it just a gig to them? There you go. I was going to say that too, Don. That ties right Mm -hmm. to uh, Brother Devin's comment because he said a true man of God is going to deliver the word of God for free. The offering for a man of God is a love offering. Bottom line, these preachers are out here. Not all. Yes. Let me clear this. And I do. Hold on. Anybody, I did see a, a, a face that I wasn't familiar. We do want to say hi to Ethan. You tuned in. I don't know if you're still watching, but thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Don't want to knock you. I don't want to knock anybody that's that's watching uh, uh, Sound Gospel Radio. But not all, but some. There are preachers that are out there that are out there for money. And if there's no love offering for you, then the preachers should be okay with it. And that's about, that's what I was saying. I, I guess I grew up from a different per, uh, a different cloth. I'm cut from a different cloth. I was like, if I don't get the offering, it's okay. And and then not judging the offer. Cause you, uh, mom, I had a, where's my mom at? We got to bring, <laughs> I need to bring my mom back up here. Mom, I got to bring her up here. <laughs> my mom and I have experienced some things in ministry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had it one time. And I don't want to say one time that we had many times, but mom, we ain't going to say nobody's name, but Mom, you can share the story. I'm, a, I'm just going to get you started. In. The preacher had the nerve to get upset about their offering <laughs> and called my mother and confronted her about Mom, tell the story. <laughs> Nathan, why you want to go there? Mom, tell the anyway, I received the, <laughs> received the call <laughs> from the preacher. Um, and the question was, um, uh, what happened? what happened with my offering? And I was like, oh, you didn't get your offering? You know, I'm the church administrator. So I'm thinking that maybe you didn't get it. Oh, no, I got it. I got the offering. But there's there's something wrong. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with it? It wasn't enough. I mean, just like that. It wasn't enough. I was like, I, I was dumbfounded. I've never had anyone say that to me. And like, I mean, uh, an offering. Somebody gave you a love offering. This is what they gave you. This is what was received for you. But he felt that he should have got more. So, mom, see, I'm gonna tell the rest of the story. Not, yeah, I was gonna go with the message. It was no, we, no, we were not no, delivered. Oh, the message, the message was nothing too. The we message were not delivered. All they did was do comedy the whole time. It was a comedy yes. hour, and yes. just nothing. But here's the funny thing: the person said, "But I'm a bishop. I'm a bishop." They don't know, mom. This is years ago. We're going back. And this was a guest preacher. So we had a guest preacher come to our church, and they said, I'm a bishop. I'm a bishop. So guess what my mother said to him? <laughs> my mother said, We only gave you what your people put in the offering. <laughs> 
guess what? It was the truth. I'm gonna hang up the phone after that. I'm sorry, y'all. I had to laugh because listen, he was saying with all from my said, she said, Well, that's what your people gave you. So I only gave you what your people put in the offering. It was like what, what, what? <laughs> can, I, can I say I've seen where and it's not everybody because I know it's uh, it can be big names or s- small names but a lot of times I see the smaller names demand so much yes, yes. Like, that's yeah. it my issue is like Nate said is when you do all of that and you pay all this money and I ain't felt Jesus not one time exactly and that was the problem we and no like we had a comedy no show. Jesus yeah we had a comedy show what you say Don I said some folks are, are just just pure entertainment just just for a couple of hours that's all exactly. you are like exactly it's the truth. And, and, but they expect money for you to pay money, though, for a comedy hour. I can go to a comedy show. Exactly. And, and, and the thing is, you can tell when they ain't got no power because the same people fall out every week who, who fall on a regular Sunday. <laughs> there it is. Mom. No, but. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> that was like, I just had to share that, y'all, because. That's she, you crazy. Like, we gave you, we gave you what your people put in the offer. So I'm like, well, well. And so it's like I said, it is a shame. And and, and like I said, there is, I, uh, Brother Devin Moore, he said, there's no status in God. We are all servants of, of the Lord. But I will shift the conversation because we have 20 minutes left. I want to shift the conversation into this. The conversation went viral about. Pastor Juanita, uh, Dr. Juanita Bynum. And in that conversation, I'm, I have it here. Well, boom. People had, a lot of people had an issue with this because she was doing a prayer institute and the registration was $1,499. It was $1,999. But she, you, listen, you got a discount. You got a discount. And now it's $1,000. <laughs> Four hundred and ninety nine. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, four hundred ninety nine dollars. So the this thing went viral because a lot of people had issues with this, and it's like, oh my goodness, this is the church. Why is the church charging all this stuff and all these things going on? And I'm like, well, I, you know, when I saw that, I'm like, wow, this is bonkers. This is crazy. This is ridiculous. And so we can talk about this for a moment. How, how did y'all feel about this when y'all saw this? When I, mean, I first I saw it, so. No, because no, no, see, most people didn't go to the whole flyer. Most right. Saw this. And I didn't go to it. They didn't but go the one th- I saw had the price on it, though. I didn't see this one. The one I saw had was this graphic, but it had, of course, the price, it had the dates, and it had what the. My first thing I saw was the date. So I'm like, oh, this is not just a one day event. I'm like, it's the whole month of October. I saw that it was four. Thir- I'm like, okay, so this is four things, which right. I'm like, okay. So that's four times in one month. $1,500. This is why I don't like social media because a lot of people only talked about this part and they went off about this part. So again, we, this is a conversation where this is just your opinion. Y'all know how we do here at Sound Gospel Radio, but this is the part that that was left out. For this conference, for that $1,499, you had limited seating. Um, Of course, no, the limited seating, it was in Atlanta. You get seven two-hour intensive sessions with her, Dr. Juanita Bynum, 
You get a prayer institute tote bag. You get a prayer institute binder. You get an exclusive institute journal. Exclusive must mean some special notes are in there. So we don't know what's in the journal. And that exclusive journal could be, you know, word of God, whatever it's going to be. You get a mantling uh, full prayer shawl by Dr. Wiley DeBonham. You get a sacred anointed oil. You also get the prayer institute certificate. And I'm not sure if I sound gospel banner. Yeah. And also Q&A at the end of each intensive session. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, why are people having an issue? Because this is what my wife said to me. They made me look at it. If it's seven sessions, $14.99 divided by seven is around about $214. And I'm like, I don't think that's too bad for a session for $214 for all of this. I'm getting one-on-one with her. I'm getting all these other things. I think because it was the church and I'm going to be honest with you, my personal opinion, I think because it was her, because she has, and in, in, in some instances or not have caused some damage and, you know, put some bad taste in certain people's mouths and people didn't, it, uh, people don't like, you know, her ministry. This is just my opinion of it. And again, I'm not taking up for it because when I saw it at first, I said, Oh God, but I like to have different conversations, different opinions, because I was like, now two fourteen a session, how many times? And I even said it with someone on the phone. How many times have we paid little that much, if not more, for a concert, for an event? So why is it that when it come down to the church, we go, wowzers? But now when it's a secular event, we have no problem paying. Let's talk about it. Um, Can I say this? I'm, I might. Lord, I hope I don't offend anybody when I say this. Um, But I want to say a small town mentality. When you don't know and you haven't really experienced and really been to a a conference or a big however however more than 200 people or 100 people if you never experienced and work again in the background of it okay we're because when i saw that i'm like okay as an intercessor i'm like a little offended because i'm like i could go get my own prayer shawl i can do this that and the third i can get my own oil but again think about the staff she has to pay think about if she's doing it virtually think about the cost because the platforms that we're on now is not free. Somebody got to pay for it. Do you expect for her to pay out of pocket all of that? And I, I'll say this. I'll go as far as to say this and I'll shut up for the rest of the evening. You pay money for what you invest into. Well, if you don't invest into something and you just expect it for free, you just going to take it for granted and run loose mm -hmm. and run wild and you, you're not invested into it. That dollar amount shows the investment into it, whether it's secular world, whether it's the church, the concept is the same both. If you don't invest in that thing that you believe in, you're, you're going to take it for granted and you're just, it's going to be whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Well, exactly. I mean, someone, someone asked me earlier about that and I was just like, well, maybe her mortgage is due on her house. I don't know why it's so much money. Like, Atlanta is high now. I ain't going to. Like, I don't know. She got a calendar on there that's for a dang near $200. What's that about? I, I told somebody earlier, I'd rather pay $29.99 for Peter Popoff's Miracle Ward than go to that. But that's the good thing about the world. I, to me, I never really understood why this was an issue or a conversation because if you don't want to go, if you don't want to participate, if you're not going to spend that money, why are we spending so much time on... Right, okay, right. you wouldn't invest it in that. Move on. But you would have invested some obscene amount of money that would be obscene to me in something that's really not that serious. And I'd be looking at you like, 
but it is to you. So it's like, that's an investment that someone's willing to pay for that. The same way we have investments that we're willing to spend that amount and more. It's something that's important to us. <sighs> Not the miracle water, Donna. <laughs> I'm saying, all right. So I went on a, this website called Cameo. That's what, cool, cool. You know why I'm laughing. You know why I'm laughing, Corey. You know it. My man Baru's in the house, man. Good to see you. Yes, sir. yes, sir. yes. Sir. And like said, I mean, like I said, I love the different opinions because you said to get the, the privilege to make her rich. Oh my goodness. But we we make a lot of people rich. We buy a whole lot of stuff from a whole lot of people. Hello. And we have something we want people to buy and support ourselves and hope it makes us rich too. We do. Oh, but the thing is, we support outside the church, but when the pastor asks $20 to put a doorknob on, on the door, we ain't got it. Well, yeah. where is it at when your people are struggling and we really need you and you're nowhere to be found to help them? I mean, we've seen plenty of cases like that where people, you know, come to the church and we're looking for help and we need help and you just push them away, knowing that you got it. You preaching all this stuff and you're saying in one breath, you're saying one thing and in the next breath, you're saying the complete opposite. We've seen cases like that too. And again, are, are you using your gift as a more of a business aspect or are you using your gift because that's something that you knew you were given? Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? Like, are you just using your gift more as a business or are you using your gift because that's what God gave you? Wow. Hold on one second. Myra Jenkins, good to see you on tonight. He said, we're talking good tonight. Thank you. See, we got some folk on YouTube watching y'all. Praise the Lord. Yes. Listen, but the thing is, my thing is actually the only issue I have with not what you said, but with most people that will talk like that, they'll be blaming the whole church. Mm-hmm. So my issue is they'll say, why is it that you pastors do this? Why is it that you people, for instance, uh, one pastor wanted to get a plane. Everybody went off and went crazy. Tell so, oh, that pastor want to get a plane. He taking all the members money and all that. And and I love, I love what my, my, my father-in-law, my pastor said, he said, they only make one plane. So he said, I'm because as him as a pastor, this is what his perspective was praying for the sick, reaching out to the lost, teaching, preaching, studying, fasting. Every time you need me, we're there. And that's from his perspective. I can't have a good life. I can't live a good life. And it's not that he's taking the money from the church because, you know, what I'm saying. But his thing is, why can't the one that's being a service to you have some type of. Uh, prosperity, but be, and and the sad thing is, it's my opinion. I'm glad we're getting in. It's a shame we're getting here. Only 15 minutes left. Is we have one bad apple that spoils it all for the church, but they spoil it every day in the secular world. And we don't. We keep going back to sports. We keep going back to uh, movies and celebrities and actors. There's been molestation. There's been rape. There's been embezzlement. There's been all these things that happen in the secular world. And you still go to that that Eagles game. You still go to that 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 Sixers game or Lakers game, whoever they are. You have no problem supporting that when you know there was scandals going on in that. I'm talking to anybody now. But when the church does it, when one church in Willow Creek, Alabama, make a mistake, now the whole church is put under fire. That I don't understand. And I and I need I need I, maybe y'all can help me understand in this conversation why did the whole church suffer? Because guess what my pastor said that blessed me. He think about it. Remember they used to do the telethons back in the day. Call us. We need you to help. Oh Sally, she needs surgery, and we need you to call this number because the Lord's going. And they they asked you to call. But guess who was asking? Oprah Winfrey, billion dollars. Celebrities that were billion dollar. They they had money. So guess what? They said they get mad at the preacher when he asked you for that twenty dollars, Donche, and they don't want to support that. But you have billion dollar, million dollar celebrities on a telethon asking you to give. 
They're asking you to give and they can they can pay the whole telethon. We never look at it that way because we always put the church under a microscope with the church under fire. Just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just my we, opinion. Paid, we paid for Pandora and uh, what's the other Spotify and all those other ones. Mm-hmm. Why can't we if, if Sound Gospel Radio went to a monthly subscription, would you have a problem with it? Well, I'm talking to the people in the audience. Oh, because it's so gospel. We pay for Hulu or we pay gospel for Hulu. free. That, Netflix. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, there's a there's another radio station out now who who does gimmicks to get you to uh, support them, and they're a gospel radio station. I'm like, like you you, you want to go be you you you're offering me free groceries to, to send you twenty dollars a month. I, I think it's just the, go ahead. Ashley. I think it just boils down to, like, I, I want to go back to what Jaleesa said, too. You know, at the end of the day, everything's a business, right? And that's fine. But it's just like when you're constantly having conferences and fundraisers and all of that, it's just like at one point, you know what I mean, where, where you just do it, where it's just like we don't have to keep worrying about it's a conference every other month. Like, do you really need to have a conference every other month? Do you really need to have a fundraiser every other month? Because then now it's just like, okay. What's the whole purpose of that? If you need the money, like I, I agree with, like it goes back to also what Devin said. You know, if you're doing it and you you need to raise something, we do it as a church. But for somebody just specifically that, like you know, to always keep asking is if it's just like you know, it's not just about you either. What about us as a whole? If we all here together and we help all of this together, why do you feel like you can single yourself out to make this all about you and make, you know what I mean, a whole offering or something like that about yourself? What what, what about your people? Yep, right. And, and so Ashley, since you're talking, who was who was hitting up the comments? Your mother, the Shepherd it's Mother comments, the one and only Miss Donna. And she said, not all pastors use uh, the church's money for their luxuries. A lot of mega pastors have multiple streams of income. The fact of the matter is, we don't know how much money they actually receive. At one time, TD Jakes didn't take a salary from church. There's Potter's House and TD Jakes Ministries. You are absolutely correct. Come on, Miss Donna. Absolutely correct, Miss Donna. And I agree with you on that. That is so true. I agree with you on that. And and Devin said, he said, oh, what, what? Let's put up Devin's comment. Um, he said, there is a difference because remember, we he said, we have to remember it's the association of the word of God. There is no charge for the word of God. And like I said, for me, I can agree with that. And, and sometimes my wife and I disagree. Like I said, I can agree with that. Go ahead, babe. I see it on your face. Go. Look, I don't think, I mean, there are some preachers who are, charging for the word of God, but I really don't think a lot of them are that. It's still the fact of the matter of it's still their time and their talent. The Yes, Holy Spirit driven, but they still have to study. They still have to prepare. They still have to get up and deliver the word. I don't think all the preachers or even a good portion of them are charging for the word of God itself. Of course, you can't charge for that. It's still their time and their talent. If we're, we're people of God, yes. And like I said before, we go to work we ain't going to work for free mm-hmm. just because we're men of God. We're women of God. We're the servants of the Lord. I can preach at work. It's <laughs> like, but you wouldn't do that for free. Right. You don't go to work for free. That's still a form of income for them. And it sh- this, I shouldn't say it shouldn't be the main source, but I really don't think it's the fee or the charges for the word. It's their time. A workman is worthy of his hire. It's their so time. It's time. It's their the, reason talent. Why, the reason I want to bring this up is there's a website <clears throat> 
and I've used this website before to, uh, well, I guess I'm, well, I've used this website before for birthdays and stuff from celebrities. And I went, I went to the ones I can afford, but there's a website called Cameo. I'm going to bring it up real quick. Now, for these people, just to wish you, uh, let me take it off. Cameo, you can get people, you can get celebrities and people to wish you a happy birthday, uh, you know, congratulations on your business, like whatever you want them to do, they'll do a quick video. So, you know, I bless my mom, Jaleesa and I bless my mother. Uh, was it last year, mom, or year before last? Well, Vicky Winans, I mean, Vicky Winans was awesome, y'all. She was awesome. I mean, she, her, she you, you would have thought she knew my mom personally, the way she was mm-hmm. wished her happy birthday. And it was, you know, we paid the fee. Whatever the fee was, we paid it. And Vicky Winans wished her happy birthday. But when I went on the website, I looked at some of these other people for Caitlyn Jenner to say happy birthday or something to, to, to somebody, $2,500. You know what I'm saying? They have some of these names. Let me go through the site. Some of these other people on here, I'm like, and some of you, I don't even know. Can y'all tell me who some of these people are? For now, I don't know none of them, man. Uh, like personal personalities, like influencers and stuff. Okay, they're influencers because some of these people I ain't never seen in my life. That's eight fifty, seven fifty. But again, you're paying Jesus. You're paying for their time. You know what I'm saying? So and I'm you're just, paying for their status. I guess nobody would be picking them if they weren't somebody well known. <laughs> it's like it's you're not true. going there to pick somebody that nobody knows or that the loved one you're sending it to doesn't know. That's right. why they charge them. It's their time. Their status. I see them, yes, because David and Tamala Mann, right now, you want a personal video is five hundred dollars. You want a book, uh, you can you a pre-recorded video is five hundred. If you want to actually talk, uh, do a business video, fifteen hundred. If you want to talk to them live, but guess what, y'all, the live is I think fifteen minutes, fifteen twenty minutes, fifteen hundred dollars to talk to David and Tamala Mann. And if you want them to send you a text message, if they if they're really texting, three dollars. Y'all see that? But can I say this? Like, okay, that's a form of income from them. That's they're not even preaching. They're not singing. They're they're not doing any of this to the glory of God. This is just a form of business for them. That's a residual income coming in. So what's the difference? You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's tight trip, but he's still expensive too. He's still up there. I said, oof. I mean, I, I mean, I go ahead, Don. I mean, I know a preacher. We all well, we all know a preacher who came, he came to my church. Uh, we raised a nice offer for him, and at the end of service, towards the end of service, he gave it back. This man came pretty far to our church, and I was shocked that he actually gave me the offering back. And I'm like, but you know, in my mind, I'm like, you came pretty far. You know, gas ain't cheap, and he just he came. He showed up because you know we're friends. One. And because it was it was about ministry, it wasn't about I'm coming to put gas in my tank when I went away back. I was coming to get some food. But we all know Elder Nathan Hopkins will give an offering back as he feel led. I have done that. He's talking about me, y'all. Like, I'm, here. I'm like, wait a minute. He's talking about me. And, and I do. And I've done it plenty of times. I have preached at many prominent churches, churches that had the money. There's certain places where I gave the offering back. Or if I know you just started a church, you just started that ministry, I, I, I'm like, why would I take this offering from y'all? And y'all just started this church. I'm going to give the offering back. Take what y'all raise and be blessed. I appreciate a church that the service was to raise money for an event they had. And listen, I, we invited our church. Where's, look, you don't have to always have my mom as my, as my, as my uh-huh. <laughs> You've seen me do it many times. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not so bad. Where's my cousin Regina at? It got yeah, she was like, please don't let him get that offering back. Offering back so much because one time I was sitting in the pulpit and she's like, don't take the offering. 
give it back because they know that they want to buy the eat product. That's probably what it was. That's what it was, exactly. <laughs> but I've done that in many different instances, all because I knew God called me to preach the gospel. The offering is just an extra thank you, Jesus, for it. Mm-hmm. And I also was sensitive to the places that I was at. So some places we know they had just started the ministry. Some right. places they were trying to raise money for an event. So if you're trying to raise money for the event, you had me come because you know sometimes when they would invite me, we brought van loads of people. Mm-hmm. So we our people they gave, and guess what? Take the offering. Here, y'all ever had this event to raise money? So don't give it to me. Put that in the fund. So Don, I I can't believe you brought that up. I forgot all about that. Listen, actually, I forget about it because I do it unto the Lord. So Bob, thank you for always having you in there. But um, mm-hmm. as we come to a close. And we get ready to close this conversation. This was another great conversation. And because um, <laughs> my wife asked me, she said, well, how are we going to do this when it comes to the do's and don'ts of church? Because that can really be like, oh, what are they about to talk about? Because it, I, I, it could be all kind of stuff. I mean, we could talk about, you know, not just fundraisers, but, you know, uh, uh, someone asked the question, should we broadcast deliverance? You know, when somebody is a demon or when somebody's shouting and dancing, should we broadcast that? Should that be on social media? Um, I saw that most recently a church that I know personally went viral on social media and everyone's laughing at the way everybody's shouting dance. And of course, many times we have laughed. I'm going to say I have laughed at different stuff. But then with somebody, you know, it's not as funny. You know what I'm saying? So then it's the it's the conviction of, dang, should I be laughing at somebody else's church? When well, I see my friends on there and they're making fun of some people I know personally, it's like, is it still funny? Is it still, should they even be on there? Do's and don'ts. And that ties back into some other conversations we had in the past. But today was a great um, conversation. And mom, because uh, you were my special guest today, I just, if you have any last comments as we get ready to close, you can share it in this moment, mom. No, I really don't have anything Um, just to say that, you know, to God be the glory for keeping us um, the way he is. And and for for this radio station, how the Lord is blessing you and Jaleesa to to bring it out and all of those that supporting. Truly, this is a great forum for us as, you know, as uh, the church, I should say, because you're reaching out to the church. And I told you uh, one day last week how I had to I was up all night. working on this grant and the music i'm telling y'all i went in 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 here by myself i was speaking in tongues and everything the music once one song came on it just took me out and i thank god for it. it revived me you know gave me the energy to go on and finish that grant and got it in on time and it, you know god is good and i'm just thankful for for the, how the lord is just leading and guiding and how he's making a change and like we we can see the change coming we can see the shifting going on right now and how the Lord is just blessing. And I'm just saying to each and every one of you all, just stay on track and let the Lord use you. <laughs> and my mother has spoken. Anyway. <laughs> Amen. My mother has spoken. Yeah. Okay, mom. Praise Thank you, mom. (laughs) Listen, I appreciate y'all. If you haven't already, those that are watching, those that are watching the replay, if you haven't listened to our station yet, soundgospelradio.com. Soundgospelradio.com is where you can listen to us 24-7. Has some great gospel music that we play. And so as we get ready to come to a close, we're just going to go around the room. I'm not going to call each. Anybody have any uh, last comments they want to share as as this conversation is coming to a close? Did we say it all? Church of course it. we didn't say it all, but... Of course. <laughs> so, you know what? I'll say this. We'll have our powwow 
after like we do. So everybody is on stage when we end this live. Let's have a quick conversation to see what we want to do about uh, next week. We guess what, y'all? Next week we are going to be in the month of October. Oh my goodness, October the sixth next week. Wow, y'all, we're moving forward. I've been saying that all day. Oh my goodness, we're moving forward. And I'm going to say it tomorrow. Uh, I'll see y'all in prayer tomorrow. If y'all, if y'all haven't already. You can join us tomorrow in prayer at 6 a.m. And then you can also join us at 7 a.m. for a fresh wind. And we've been having some great time in prayer. So we appreciate everyone that's been tuning in. And I definitely appreciate the support. But yes, that's what we're doing. Corey, you already, you're already there. Build a hope, transforming lives 24 7. <laughs> he just be right. There you go. I couldn't think. <laughs> Listen, can we give a hand clap to our um, audience today? Because the audience took over. Like, y'all just like, boom. I was like, dang. I said, they ain't, they, they ain't playing today. I said, wow. I said, Lord, have mercy. And let's give a hand clap to our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Come your hands one more time. Come your hands one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Those that watch me on Fresh Wind and 6 a.m. prayer, when y'all hear me go, whoo, this is really what I'm doing, y'all. <laughs> Just so y'all can see. Y'all listen to me in the morning. I go, whoo, thank you, God. That's what I do at 6 a.m. I tell you, he's a wonderful. All right, y'all. They're clapping in the audience. Look at them. Look at them clapping. Look at them clapping. I just clapping. <laughs> I don't know how y'all put up with us. Why do y'all put up with us at Sound Gospel Radio? We thank God for y'all. Yes, this was another great conversation, another great session. And listen, we thank you always here at Sound Gospel Radio. Our goal is continue to build hope to transform lives 24-7. Thank you again for those that were listening. And we have quite a few people that have been listening to us on our station. I see uh, a few names that have been listening to our station today. So, I mean, it's a quite a few people listening live on our radio, quite a few people that were watching us today at Sound Gospel Radio on our social media platform. So we thank God for you again. We're building hope, transforming lives 24-7. Building hope, transforming lives, 24-7, Sound Gospel Radio.